3: Hi, I'm Brian Crump, host of Sci-Fi Sci-Fact, a new RNZ podcast in which we take some of science fiction's strangest ideas and explore if they could really happen. Maybe they already have. You can find Sci-Fi Sci-Fact on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, basically anywhere you get your podcasts from. The Real Pod is
0: brought to you by our good friends at Nando's. They've got restaurants across Aotearoa, and if you order through the Nando's app, you can collect Perry Perks points to redeem for delicious rewards. Hit nandos.co.nz to learn more and start earning.
1: Pod the penultimate Real pod for 2021. It's the last kind of RealPod proper before we have, uh, next week we'll be doing like a, a wrap-up of of the year in reality TV. Just marvelling at it. My name is Jane Yeh. I'm joined by Duncan Creep, we've got T.I. here in production. Kelda. And uh, we are sponsored by Nando's. So much happening in Nando's world, honestly.
2: Yeah. The latest. They in a newsroom.
1: Have you heard the latest?
2: <laughs> Tell me the latest.
1: <laughs> the latest is the uh, one-litre medium peri-peri sauce is back for a limited time. So you can buy a litre bottle of medium peri-peri, and every bottle sold helps to protect the lives of three people who are at risk of contracting malaria for an entire year.
2: That should really be the purchase, and then you get a free litre of Nando's sauce.
1: Yeah, it, it should be, but, you know, consumerist society and so on.
2: It's just good to use, use it for good. I love Nando's.
1: Um, also great Secret Santa Prezi. True. You know?
2: Medium's good as well. Medium is basically hot by anyone else's name, but it's not so overpowering that you can't just basically put it, put it on anything.
1: Yeah, I got, some, I got some medium, some hot in the fridge at home, and my seven-year-old has been just dipping everything in the medium. Really? Yeah. And kind of I don't know, I think he's just like daring himself. I don't think he I don't think he necessarily like has got a penchant for hot sauce. He just wants to be like hard man. <laughs> yeah. At seven. I like that. <laughs> uh, our Facebook is facebook.com forward slash RealPod Real Pod corner. The Cornies, speaking of Nando's, and the corner, in the intersection of which, met up in Auckland in Wellington, in Christchurch, and there was a recent one in London as well for, for Christmas celebrations to open their Secret Santa's they've all been sending each other. And is this real? This is
2: real. Oh, my
1: God. It's, this is
2: so awesome. Oh, it?
1: It's so bonkers. And then in the uh, the Secret Santa group, everyone's posting all the photos of the things that they got. I've never seen so many juggly eyes <laughs> or, like, corn-themed things and no less than two cross-stitches with... I'm a corny and I'm sorry on them.
2: <laughs> and I maybe
1: am, more. Those are the, I, 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 just, I just saw two. I almost
2: don't want to know this. Like I don't feel up to these standards.
1: No, I feel like we almost need to be booted out. Like yeah. we're, the, we're the most useless cornies that there are. <laughs> um, and we, uh, there are a bunch of subgroups that have propped up as well. So there's like cultivating corns. We know there's politicorns. There's... Uh, what, chat about influencers, there's cooking corns, there's all sorts. Crafty corns, I think. I'm trying to get um like a, a, a horny corny.
2: <laughs> corn, corn.
1: <laughs> oh, porn corn. I mean amazing. Anyway, um so go and join go and join the Real Pod Corner if you can. keen. Uh, Instagram.com forward slash the spinoff podcast network is where we are on Instagram. Got a special little something happening at the very end of the podcast today. So you have to listen all the way through. Is that it? No, I forgot about that.
2: Oh, that's not actually well, a surprise, right?
1: Oh uh, no, no. Uh, we, we can we can do that in real news. Shall we do that in real news? Okay. Okay. All right. Let's get into the real news. real news. I has got a delivery for us. It's a little uh, box, couple of box, fragile sticker on it, and Duncan's about to. Slash it open. We, we received this last week, but we had to wait till we were on pod to open it.
2: Oh, I'm just re- realised what it is.
1: Yeah. Okay, so this was... Um, we had someone get in touch on Instagram and say, hey, look, I finally got this thing that I've been working on for some time and I want to send you some.
2: And I saw the box and uh, the box is from Road Health Limited. And I looked at it and was like, oh no, we've been sent <laughs> yeah. some a adult po- merchandise. A poo or a
1: poo in a, in a, you know, like. I mean, the- a
2: poo would be like the, <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's possible. It's.
1: it's, it's uh, rude I, I, rude. I
2: thought it was going to be some, so yeah, some, some adult merchandise. And, and in a way it is. Uh, it's rude coffee. It's rude coffee. From
1: Stephen from The Apprentice, Aotearoa, the Buzzy Kiwi. Nice packaging.
2: It's really nice packaging. This is so legit.
1: Oh wow! Oh my god! Oh my god. There's so many. So there's just full of it's a box. It's just full of sachets
2: I'm gonna mad of some brewed
1: coffee. Because
2: the, the great thing is, this is so high-low, which is very RealPod, very spin Check me one. In that, um, it's it's uh, like nootropics, which are you know very sort of the the kind of cutting edge of the the kind of wellness slash test your limits world. But it's also instant coffee, which is just you know you. you your old life. And I still, and, and, and as you know, Jane, huge, probably three, four cups of macona a day over here. Me I'm too. really excited about this.
1: Um, I think maybe in the break, when yes. we when we're in the break, we'll just we'll quickly, because it's so out. quick. You just stir, stir a sachet in with 250 ml of hot or cold water.
2: Because the, the only other new tropics I've ever had is Ardepa,
1: Which we love.
2: Which honestly kind of fucks me up. Like it's too strong. Yeah. And I love it. And I feel like if I could, this this is it's entirely possible that I develop a lifelong relationship. This is not paid by the way. I'm just <laughs> legit, super excited about this and I know I enjoyed the journey of Stephen on The Apprentice Artie of so I'll be tasting that too. very exciting,
1: very, very exciting. I'm glad to see that he's followed through. you know, he didn't just do a thing where he went on the tally and then and I think as far as I'm aware, Mike's still breathing, you yeah. know, so. <laughs> So, um, Party. also, also, someone who who's, who's done good things, and,
2: and Vanessa, you know, they're all they all did it.
1: They all did it. Okay, um, I tell you, who else did it? Albie in the Great Kiwi Bake Off twenty twenty one.
2: No, I don't know anything about this, but I know that people are absolutely spewing. Can you just tell me everything?
1: Okay, Albie's great, lovely, fine, lovely doctor from Whangarei. Um, he was in the final with Jasmine. Uh, and Courtney. So, all three extremely good bakers, as you would expect. However, in the signature, which was Pity Fours, uh, they had to produce two Petit Fours and.
2: So, eight, Petit Eight.
1: No, no, it's. The Fours doesn't It, it means little oven, doesn't mean four the number. Um, I'm very confused. Agree, agree
2: to disagree.
1: Okay, anyway, um, he only produced one, the others all put out two.
2: Then... Oh, disqualified.
1: In the technical, came last. What he came last in the technical. He didn't complete the signature, and then in the the showstopper, he did great. Uh, I, I mean, relatively speaking, the other the other two also did well, but they just weren't really showstoppery in the same way that his was. And he had lots of. Uh, how, how
2: did he stop stop the show? I
1: mean, it was a thing with matcher in it. It was. <laughs> Too much matcha, matcha. They made a lot of matcha, jo- like much they, they swapped I mean, out matcha with matcha a lot throughout the whole season. Uh, Dean, particularly, notoriously not a fan of matcha, and he kind of won him over, and he won Sue over. So, but that alone is not a reason.
2: It feels like if you're effectively 0 for two, yeah, uh, on then it's impossible to win.
1: The other two would have had to have had complete disasters. End like set. The kitchen on fire? No, they didn't.
2: And what, what's been the fallout? Like, how did they respond?
1: Well, I noticed that on the uh, the, the TV Two Facebook page, all the comments have been very heavily moderated, so they're all just congratulating LB. That's how people um, are feeling? I went to Twitter right away. Turns out that is not where Bake Off fans <laughs> hang out. There are literally like six tweets from the past two weeks um, that are tagged either. GK, GKBO or Great Kiwi Bake Off. Uh, so, the, But but yes, two people were surprised on Twitter. Um, everyone I've spoken to has absolutely spoken to them. Absolutely. Where, I wonder
2: where it's happening. Is it it Facebook groups? I don't know.
1: I don't know. I mean, we've had great Facebook chat in the corner, of course. Of course. And uh, Courtney, one of the finalists, has been in there for the last few weeks. And we've also got a Bake Off alum, Clayton, who's in the corner too. So there's been plenty of of Bake Off chat. Uh, But no, it was – he used 40 eggs, by the way,
0: Wow. in his showstopper.
1: Wow. And Courtney used something like four kilograms of butter or something for buttercream and – it was just, it was, it was bonkers. He did do, to be fair, his showstopper was the best because it not only um, did it use 40 eggs, but it also contained lots of elements, whereas the other two sort of just made cakes, like fancy cakes. But still, you can't. No. You just can't. I, mm. I mean, it's a total ripoff, but I, I'm, I'm happy for i Very nice. I just, I just don't think anyone saw that coming. Okay. I don't know if I can move on from that.
2: Yeah, you, you seem hung
1: up. I'm hung up. Okay. I have to, I have to. The show must go on. The Wellington City Council has released the top 10 most popular and weirdest dog names for 2021. Popular names, I like Charlie, Bella, Poppy, boring. Uh, but we're here for the list of unusual names. If okay. you had a dog, what would you call it?
2: Mm, you can't just ask me that. Okay, I, would, I would, would you consider tomorrow.
1: Captain Nana Spider Pig, Wolfstein the second? Or third? No. Okay. Elgood Imperial Stout Ice Scott. No. Detective Justice Butterfield? No. Captain Jack Sparrow? God, no. Fenrir Boulder von Ritz Weber?
2: I don't like these names.
1: Flash Sparkle Moonbeam? No. I like this one. Go Fetch Quantum Leap Frankie?
2: <laughs> yeah, I can't, can't into that too. <laughs> Go
1: Fetch. Uh, also, this one's good. Joan of Bark? Yeah. yeah. Miss Dolly Porton? And my favourite. Apart from the Go Fetch one, Nuggy McSnugglebutt.
2: No, I don't like it, but Nuggy would be good.
1: Nuggy. Okay. All right. So that's it. That's what's happening in Wellington dogs. It just no update from the rest of the country.
2: Mm-hmm. No, I don't like this. It also feels like they all know that Wellington publishes these stupid names, and therefore they're trying to kind of boaty McBoatface. <laughs> you know the comp.
1: <laughs> oh, it's just it's such an easy laugh though.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but that because that one was good. That was a vaunt. You got to keep it moving.
1: Okay. Well, so you have nothing to offer in this. No. Okay. I stupidly called my dog Pickle. And, Pickle uh, is a sweet little boy. No, he's a lovely, lovely little boy. I adore him. And Pickle is a great name for
2: him I, because of quiet taste.
1: But I don't even like pickles. But uh, people call him Pickles or Mister Pickle. Ugh. Just why? Okay, there's only one of them for a start. Anyway, Mark Richardson and Amanda Gillies have left the AM show building after five years. And uh, they had their, their last early morning start on Friday. Richardson's heading to Today FM. And he's also said that he's going to stand for parliament, which I assume is a joke. But no, doesn't. I think he
2: will. I think he—he's—he's he's always kind of made noises to that effect.
1: Really? Yeah. And uh, Gillies <laughs> is going to be a national correspondent for News Hub. Everyone, everyone was sad when they left, obviously.
2: National correspondent—that's—that's that's the, um, the 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 uh, like Patty Gower's old gig. So right. That's the big investigative uh, role. That's that's exciting. Um, I am sad that Ghana wasn't there with them. Like, right, didn't yeah. finish the shift. I think that would have been like quite a, a TV moment.
1: Yeah. I didn't see it, so I can't speak to it. I'm just reading the, re- reading the bits that are um, written down. But I will say this there must be no better moving onness from a job than one that is breakfast related. Yeah. Like breakfast radio, breakfast TV. If you get to go and just be like a normal human and do normal human hours, it must be just like so liberating.
2: For 4 a.m. starts is where you've got nowhere to hide. Like some early start job, like I, I start You
1: do start early. early. Get slacked at 5 in the morning.
2: Well, I, I'm trying to schedule those now. <laughs> I'm trying to be a bit more normal. But that, but that's always just me. They, they, these are my hours. Other people keep different hours. That's all good. But I think it's like I get up, I make myself a cup of Makona, you know, I'm not. I'm not having to be on. Like they have to be on. Mm. They have to be made up and bringing the same energy and knowing their stuff at six am to the whole country with nowhere to hide.
1: Oh no. no, thank you. Also, I mean that's 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 a, a, coming from someone who is an early riser. I am not an early riser, and so the whole thing is just. I mean, I studied radio. That's what my degree. is. you been are. a broadcaster? Been a broadcaster.
2: Now Breakfast, you're a narrow caster.
1: Bre- <laughs> very narrow. <laughs> Breakfast radio is the dream, right? Like yeah. it's, the, it's the pinnacle of your broadcasting career. Not for me, thanks.
2: I actually, there is a terrible part of me that would love, like Mike Hosking's job.
1: <laughs> is it like the main part of you?
2: Yeah, it's it's, it's quite a big part <laughs> the of main me. Main terrible part of you. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Uh, a Queenstown couple have decorated their house with so many Christmas lights that people on planes can see it. I don't know if that's such a big. Achievement. I feel like you can see quite a lot from planes. Well, How the plane? It's true. It's, we need more information. Anyway, Kim and Liam Dawson—they they love Christmas so much. They used eight thousand LED lights. They've got a Christmas tree out there. Fif- I mean, who doesn't? I've got a Christmas tree. There's nothing to show about. Fifteen infl- inflatable Santas. centres. there's owls, reindeer. They like have gone pretty hard. Music. They have definitely gone hard. Um, I couldn't do this myself as much as I. That. I couldn't
2: do the, do, do it, but but I love it. Like, I, we're both as self-confessed Christmas heads.
1: Yeah, I love it. I would do it. I would do it, A, if I could afford it, mm. and B, if I could get some little people in to help. Uh, all big people.
2: It's about elves. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, but I was going to say, I get a little man, and that's what I was going to say, and I caught myself and was like, don't be sexist. can be little ladies. It's fine. <laughs> so, sure, elves. Whoever, anyone who's willing, except we, uh, when we were in the United States of America, brought up large on some Halloween decorations. And our first Halloween back in Aotearoa, we had these inflatable, <laughs> they were our eyeballs. And we had them attached to our f- hedge, kind of near uh, the end of our driveway. Got noted. Yeah. So I don't trust anyone.
2: That's kind of do. I don't trust what humans. we do. are just no, like, I had, if you, you know how like every basketball hoop in the, you
0: know, in, in our surrounding area. Doesn't have a net? net no nets. Yeah.
1: What do people uh, do with the nets? I mean,
2: you cut it down and then you can't I, really do it. I think anything they just pull it.
0: them down for the sheer debauchery of it. Yeah.
1: That is just...
2: Shit. It makes me real sick because shooting yeah. into an empty, a, a netless hoop is, a, a, that's it's like 30% of the pleasure.
0: It doesn't affect me so much because I fucking miss every time I yeah, shoot. Me, me anyway, either, so. but it's
2: the principle. <laughs>
1: Yeah, well no well, you know, it's better than I suppose people stealing dogs, isn't
2: it? Think, well, yeah, a... but just, just, just got quite dark.
1: I know, I was just thinking because <laughs> um Ben Blackwell, who is a reality T V star and also a media of the corner. Yeah.
2: Pioneering reality
1: star. He uh he had a like a um Santa Stops here, one of those things they stick in the ground, like just a little Christmas decoration that was stuck by someone in his Yard, and he got on Facebook and suggested that perhaps it was a, a, a sign that there's a little doggy here to steal. You know, you get these guys doing the rounds every now and again. Like if you have a, um, a sticker put on your letterbox or a mark out in the road, it's like part of a dog gang. Really? Yeah. Sorry, I just I, I really took it somewhere is so else. so dark. <laughs> I don't know if it's is true. Is this a real
2: thing? Or is this I like don't a, know. I
1: don't know if it's just an urban myth.
2: Like, have you, you seen that movie, Urban Legends, or Urban Legends: The Final Cut? You know where they. You flash the lights, and that means that some gang's gonna come and kill you. Great, great, great. Sounds era. good.
1: No, I haven't I haven't seen it. But I am thinking, I mean, I've tried everything. I've put marks on the road, I've put stickers on my letterbox. I'm now <laughs> sticking <laughs> one of those sets of
2: things in it. Maybe he goes and then gets returned. <laughs> um, no, Urban, Urban Legends. Is it, have you seen the Final Destination series? Yes. Yeah, it's, it's in that vein. Right. Love Final Destination.
1: Um, New Zealand has run out of brown sugar, just for the moment. I should say, yeah. Hoping to have it all back on track by Christmas time, but man, there are some there are some bakers out there stressing it. There was a recall on brown sugar, and now there's a shortage, and there's uh, only one refinery. We've only got one sugar refinery, so it's taking time for stock to be replenished. Is that and
2: the Chelsea Sugar Factory? I mean,
1: if there's only one, and we know of that one, surely that's the one.
2: Yeah, that that does stand to reason. You
1: know what you need. Brown sugar for gingerbread. You need brown sugar for gingerbread. So there are many at gingerbread house not being baked at well, the moment. What
2: would happen if you did it with, you know, other sugar?
1: I don't know. Ask Albie. Yeah. He's a doctor as well, so he'd definitely have science, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I Apparently you can make your own with molasses and something. I'm not doing that. Where do you even get molasses from? I don't even What is this? What? No. Anyway, I've got about I am showing you about that much brown sugar. It does
2: look I'm like that. I'm thinking
1: enough. I'm thinking of putting like selling Put it at Facebook me. Marketplace. Yeah. I've got brown sugar at the top of my bloody shopping list. So I was devastated to find out I'm not gonna be able to get any. Oh well, there goes Christmas. Let's have a break. Let's make ourselves some rude coffee. Yeah. And we'll be back shortly to talk about our real lives. When you choose to invest, your money has power. Avoiding companies that finance weapons production or ignore climate change is important. But impact investing goes beyond just avoiding harmful behaviours. It's an opportunity to invest in companies that are actually improving the world. Invest in a better future with the Harbour Sustainable Impact Fund. Grow your wealth and make a positive impact on the world. This is not personalized advice. A disclaimer and the product disclosure statement for Harbour Investment Funds issued by Harbour
3: Asset Management is available at harbourasset.co.nz. Hi, I'm Brian Crump, host of Sci-Fi Sci-Fact, a new RNZ podcast in which we take some of science fiction's strangest ideas and explore if they could really happen. With the help of scientists from New Zealand's McDiamond Institute, we'll look at all your favourite science fiction characters, from Wolverine to Stilskin, Doctor Who to Luke Skywalker. You can find Sci-Fi Sci-Fact on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, basically anywhere you get your podcasts from.
1: We're back, and we are... Loving it. Loving it.
2: Well, I'm loving it.
1: Isn't that trademarked by uh, McDonald's? We're liking it a lot. <laughs> uh, it is the <laughs> rude coffee. I've
2: got, it, I've got it in the rudest... We have a cup at the spin-off, which is <laughs> sort of an iconic and probably controversial cup, mug. It's, it says sheep shagger on it, and it has a, a picture of a, a buzzy, a, quite a buzzy kiwi... Um, doing it with a, a lamb. And they're both thoroughly enjoying it. Um,
1: it's night time too, by the way. It
2: is night. Nice. It's got the moon. It's also like, it's got the, the picture was on both <laughs> sides of the mug and the inside of the mug, <laughs> just in case you didn't see.
1: If you're trying to drink discreetly from the two Rude mug... Yeah. Um, yeah, no, no, no chance. Though, though it never happens that anyone tries to drink discreetly from this mug because it's the first one that gets chosen each morning. Oh, it's
2: just <laughs> such a cracking mug. But I thought I'd go, if I'm having the rude coffee, I'd put it in the rude mug. And I, I think this is delicious. I think this might be more... Like, this is crazy for me to say because I'm so into my Makona, but I'm enjoying it more. It's got a little little sweetness to it. It does
1: have a little built-in sweetness, and we checked, and it's only 0.3 of a gram per serving of carbohydrates, so it's not like it's got a whole bunch of sugar in there. It's
2: n- none of those 0.3 are, are sugars.
1: Um, and there's, um, there, is a, there is an aftertaste which is unique, but I put that down to the whatever the active...
2: Shall I tell you what the active m- is? Monk fruit? <laughs> monk fruit. That sounds like what Logan Roy was having to uh, increase his... Fecundity on, I don't, uh, don't
1: watch it. I've tried. Don't. Right. Let, let's, let's not go there. Okay. Carry yeah, on. It's
2: really not very real pod to talk about goddamn succession. Um, okay.
1: Well, this is good. This is good content. It's just silence while Duncan reads the, the packaging. No, um, well, it is monk fruit. I told you.
2: A natural sweetener named after the monks in Asia who'd first cultivated it centuries ago. Okay, that is good. It's got L-theanine, uh. natural amino acid found in green tea leaves, to work proven to work synergistically with caffeine to reduce the negative side effects. It can be so. This is supposed to be like coffee, but without the the sharpness. And then MCT oil, medium chain triglycerides derived from coconut, it doesn't just add a beautiful creamy texture, which it does, but it also slows down the absorption of the caffeine to reduce the inf- infamous crash. Okay, so. I feel like this, these nootropics are supposed to be chilling me out, whereas the arepa nootropics are supposed to be giving you that Please hectic buzz.
1: Double park with a a rude coffee and an arepa.
2: Back to back, back to
1: back. What sip, sip? You know, sip, sip each, sip from each. Uh,
2: I do quite like a like a long black with a cocktail. Okay, have an evening.
1: Look, I, th- the, I think the thing is. I'm, the the results the taste is fine the taste is nice it's very good uh, we are yet to see what it does to our brains okay so when we've had a ripper we've been like bouncing off the walls and like focused if at I the have same a time.
2: whole ripper in one go
1: yeah it's intense and I'm
2: I'm pretty got a strong constitution I can normally take it I can't really take it okay
1: <laughs> and so we we yet <laughs> to see if this has uh, it does what it claims to do but a lovely drink regardless. Quite frankly. Um, Bloody good. The other thing, I just, I, I, I have to just mention a couple of other things about the sheep mug, which I, has been around for years and I've seen it so many times. So I've never really studied it. Yeah,
2: you've got to, you've got to study it. The,
1: the, the kiwi's got one leg up and it's also his tongue is like dangling out the side of his mouth.
2: It's got like a, a leg behind for sort of balance yeah. and thrust and then another that's kind of. And the tongue, the both of them have got their tongues hanging out. The yeah. kiwi's tongue's the kiwi's a long way out, just
1: really dangling out. And there. the
2: tongue, they're, they're sort of trying to get eye contact, even though they're in the the sort of doggy style position. <laughs> Jeez, this is a rude part. Um But but the sheep's looking back over its shoulder, and the kiwi. Forward.
1: I don't know. I think if you look at the sheep's eye line, I don't think sheep's trying to make icon dead. I think sheep's trying to check out the action.
2: Yeah, it could be. <laughs> I mean, the, the main thing is that there's just a huge amount of enthusiasm yeah. between these two Kiwi icons mm, mm. Um, transgressing nature's boundaries and just enjoying each other.
1: It is truly an iconic mug. Can okay. I tell you
2: where this, this mug is from?
1: Yes. No, tell me.
2: So it was from... It was... In the in the downtown shopping centre, you know, with the real decrepit, like, 1960s version before it became the gleaming palace that is Commercial Bay. I used to
1: work there. Carry da. on, Yeah, I worked at a ladies' fashion wear store.
2: <laughs> ladies' fashion wear. Yeah. Is that posty?
1: <laughs> no, it was called Monsoon.
2: Um, like
1: old ladies. Yeah, carry yeah. On.
2: Love that. So, uh, and we went in like as a great, this was old spin-off, it was like uh, Alex Callum and Hayden. And w- there was like one store open, it was a tourist shop, and there was almost nothing left in it apart from this mug, which Hayden bought with immense enthusiasm, and really he made it his own. and and I'm surprised he didn't take it with him, but he's a little piece of him lingers on. yeah,
1: I like that. yeah, I like that. We also had a um we've got another mug that's it's a linger a linger honour from this time last year, Secret centre. Joe, who used to do some editing for us. Cup of Joe. Cup of Joe. Someone made him a mug with with his face on it and has got Cup of Joe on it and uh, he left it behind for us to all all to enjoy. So yep. I've never, have, never forgotten him. Yeah. He's still alive. I mean, he's in Queenstown now having a oh, lovely time. He'll be back. Looking at Christmas lights, no doubt. We um, could do
2: a whole series on the, the great mugs of this off. <laughs> but we won't. We won't. Because people wouldn't tolerate that kind of indulgence and silliness on a podcast like
1: no, it's quite serious. We're gonna talk about our real lives now, as if we haven't already been yarning on narcissistically about our own stuff. Um, have you had anything like things have been very boring for me for the last week. Um I did forget to move oh, if you've got little people listening, but talk about, about to talk about Christmas. So cover there he is. Um the elf. I forgot to move the elf one night. Didn't the I? The elf
2: on the shelf. Yes. Do do these guys buy the elf on the shelf?
1: I'm not kidding. The cutest thing ever this morning, I hear my nine-year-old get up, wandering around the house looking for it, and then once he's found the elf, then he goes and has his sweets out of his advent. And it's just like this is definitely the last year (laughs) for him. I'm surprised it's still going.
2: Because my eight-year-old flatly told us, um, I don't believe Mm. in Christmas, Mum. I believe it's you. And, uh, and 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 said that when she was like barely seven, mm. in this really like harsh like, who are you kidding?
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: Kind of a way. I mean, really... I think
1: if they ever actually stopped to think about it, you know,
2: it's also just the incentives. Like, believe forever. Like yeah. you, you've got to think the incentives for children are. It's better if your grandparents get divorced because double the presents.
1: Oh my god!
2: And it's better to believe in Santa forever.
1: Yeah, and I, and I tell you what, <clears throat> I'll tell you what. Even parents being separated is—I mean, obviously, oh, difficult, the, the, difficult the guilt, for the children. The, the but the guilt—you guilt, get the guilt presents, yeah. and also, I mean, but I, I don't
2: think it quite outweighs the, you know, the hardness of it for for a kid.
1: Yeah, but yeah.
2: um, but for grandparents, ugh fine. Oh
1: yeah, totally. Of course, absolutely. Remarry, keep remarrying, keep. Spinning. Yeah. I mean, multiply, multiply. Yeah. Just and then get, stay
2: in touch with the step.
1: Yeah, it's just enough uh, enough time, length of time to form a relationship with the step. You've have you just down that whole glorious. bloody thing.
2: Yeah, yeah, I crank through them. I wow, like Ian. them very hot.
1: Um, yeah, I've got to move the elf. I had so I've had to come up like with excuses, and then things have gotten very loosey goosey with the the rules around the elf. Like so, he's been moving around during the daytime because he's. Being forgotten to move And so And they buy it all They even saw some Because I put wire in my elf So that I can um, Pop, Wrap him around things yeah, So I can pose them. And uh, and they spotted the wire And they're like He's got me And I'm like He must have had An operation Yeah Yeah well, just Every time
2: That's really good uh, our, We were just Vivian Just banned us From the elf She was like That thing is creepy And I don't like it Watching me When I do my stuff Because she's always mm. Doing naughty shit mm. She's like mm. I don't want to do My naughty stuff In front of him mm. So um, yeah, he got banned. Love yeah. the principle, though. I
1: do too. I do too. It's uh, like
2: snitch toy.
1: <laughs> I just, I've I, the my Santa threats have been getting earlier and earlier. Like, because oh, I like I email Santa, I text him, I call him, security cameras, the works. Um, it start that it started in October this year, and it's just wow, yeah, because it's it seems to be the only threat that works.
2: I feel like you could get like some. Cameras around your house, and then we've got footage of them doing something naughty. You could clip it, email it to yourself from santa.clause at whatever northpole.co.nz, and then be like, Oh, hey, this came through from yeah. Santa. He's yeah, he's pretty yeah, cool. pissed. <laughs> I think we I could go more, blade blade more elaborate.
1: We have had to do it because then our know, kids have gotten onto like all the presents they want from Amazon, and so I've had to have I told you this? I've had to like make up this big lie about like social distancing at the fact- at the, the toy factory um, and therefore the production's down so and, and there's you know we, we've got shipping delays and and supply chain problems and so therefore this is when the facts change by the way uh, <laughs> therefore um, we can only get you know toys that you can get in New Zealand, preferably the toy store close to us you know yeah. Um, so yeah because a couple of times we're like can't get that don't think we can... and they're like he'll just make it. And so yeah. I've had to come up with this, so you can you guys can borrow that by the way if you need it. Oh, that's free.
2: useful
1: um another news from this week for me I just last night tried handy ladying.
2: oh, yeah, what's and your
1: handy lady I handy ladyed a mirror that I bought cheap because it didn't have the bit that fixes it to the wall, and so I put some screws in it and then but oh look, I think I had bought cheap you know those lug anchor things that you have to. Mm and they weren't holding very well and so now i've just got giant holes in my wall and then i tried to put out some ho- and i was just like sweating what should have been cuz i've got all the bits got the drill bits got the got the, all the bits and the How in heavy age.
2: is the mirror? Pretty heavy. Right.
1: Don't worry about the mirror though. I got the mirror. up, But then there was these other hooks that i was trying to put up and just honestly what should have taken 20 minutes tops hours hours and then my house was just Absolutely littered with screws and hammer and measuring tape and draft stopper. Don't ask why, but there was some of that too.
2: I, I've been there. I'm better now. I think that handy ladying is just something that you just have to keep.
1: I've been doing it forever. I truly have. This is one of my just my worst. I t- try to. I try to problem solve. Do you, know? do you
2: have a good stud finder, for example? No. I've I got the Wire Cutter recommended stud st- right. stud finder. It's quite expensive, but it it really knows how it to find a stud. Find stud,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, so that's me. What about
2: you? Uh, I feel bad because I've already used this on um, cult, the episode of Culture Vulture, which I recorded earlier this morning. Did you I mean,
1: plug the real pod on the Culture Vulture by the
2: way? Uh, oh, okay. Carry on. Why didn't I do that? I don't know. It might be. Hmm. Carry on. No, I feel bad. Anyway, no, my, my, uh, my, my ancient grandmother who basically for a long time just refused to leave her retirement village just um, randomly came over to our house on the weekend and was, you know, she'd seemed like she was sort of fading and not particularly into being alive anymore. <laughs> oh, um, for I didn't qu- know that was awful. No, no, I mean, it's, it's kind of all good. <laughs> In a weird way, um, but she was like in vintage form and just roasting everyone, kind of half intentionally, half unintentionally, particularly my dad. And so I had like this, basically this whole group of Fano who, you know, for various reasons hadn't I hadn't seen in months, and they just suddenly showed up, and it was put on an absolute show. And it was it was just one like another of these things that like a little thing that you'd been missing for so long that you'd kind of forgot mm. what it was or forgot what was fun about it. And um, yeah, really enjoyed it.
1: Oh, that's nice. It's very mm. heartwarming.
2: Yeah. And she's actually, after like quite a few summers of, of just staying in Auckland, she's planning on coming to to the beach with us and staying for like weeks. And it, it all just feels like, it's just quite nice to think that she can just, you know, because her, her, my, my grandfather died a year ago. And she's just like, okay, well, if I'm gonna bloody stick around, I guess I'll yeah, move live, about I'll a bit and be alive. Yeah, I'll live
1: my life. Yeah. Um. Oh, that's that's it's, it's like a Christmas movie.
2: Honestly, I feel. Have, have you seen Bad Santa? Yes. Yeah, I feel like she could be a, a, like a combination of Bad Santa and Dirty Grandpa. Right. Um, could be. <laughs> could amazing. be starring Jude. But she's got a mouth on her, but she doesn't. Yeah, she's an amazing individual.
1: Um, oh, so so Christmas you're going to be at the beach? Yeah. That sounds no, nice. No, but oh. not
2: long after, because right. she'll still be there.
1: What are you doing Christmas? Do you get the whole, whole? what happens? Do you do you extended family? Do you?
2: Well, as far as it extends, you know, in terms of, because we've got, well, you want to see Jet, who's also got to see uh, her mum's side of the family, and man, it's getting real technical.
1: It's never not complicated, though, right? Like Christ- it's Christmas never.
2: Is made for a particular type of, I don't know, like American Family or something. I don't know how it it's was been made to work.
1: for my family for a long time because out of five girls, we somehow wrangled it for for many many years to ha- all have partners who like didn't their parents weren't in the country or you know so so there was no having to go see in-laws. They like everyone just descended on on mum and dad's place. I mean that's
2: the dream, but I haven't had that. For oh, it's all that's like all, all twenty years gone out the window now. I've always been moving between.
1: I'm, th- I'm threatening to not even go to my... my wow, my I
2: like that. It's a long story.
1: <laughs> it's a long... It'll be a great movie one day.
0: <laughs> what, what, what's your karehemeti? Uh, I go down to Wellington to oh, spend yeah. time with my family. Um, never once but, spent Christmas together with my partner. We just bugger off to our respective really? partner and then oh. meet up later.
1: I respect that a lot. L-
0: later as in later in the year, not not on the day. Uh, yeah, later in the year, like around New Year's, I'll usually go up to Northland and see her Finally, Wow. That's yeah. right. Everyone's that's, got that's their good. own way. That, that's a better, like, just have a firm
2: line. Because travelling, like, I, I used to have to drive, like, three, four hours every Christmas day. It was a pain in the ass. Stuff that. Yeah. Yeah. Just, like, I, it's not very Christmassy.
1: Man. I used to be madly in love with a, a fellow who, um, he had his family Christmas and I wasn't invited. I could come on Boxing Day because none of the adult children had partners come along on Christmas Day because they all still like to get up in the morning and climb in their parents' bed. I mean, it started cute and then it turns real quick, right?
2: That can go in the Christmas movie.
1: And then, uh, and then, yeah, it's a different kind of movie, though, that one.
2: Well, yeah, it's, it's, it's sort of a, a frat pack kind of.
1: Um, And then... Then shortly after we broke up, he met someone else, and she got to go to Christmas.
0: Isn't that always the way? It's
1: always the way. Did she
0: climb in the bed?
1: I don't know. I. That's just. (laughs) just, (laughs) They didn't show it on Instagram where I was looking. <laughs> anyway, um, that went sideways. Crypto. I just thought to give you an update. Oh yes. I mean, it's bottoming out. I mean, I am losing yeah, yeah, money. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, you definitely picked a bad time. I to picked a terrible time. Revolution. Absolutely
1: terrible time. Um, something like I don't know what. How to do percentages, uh, but I've lost some. It's of very investment. volatile. It's
2: very that's volatile. It right. wasn't a lot
1: of money that I put into it, so I'm just waiting for the bounce back. In the meantime, having a lovely time playing the game. I've learned so much about the game. Well That's good. It's basically like Pokemon, which I never played, but now I feel like it's. It's quite complicated, and I feel a sense of accomplishment that I have through trial and error and watching a couple of YouTube videos and so on. Uh, I've, I've learned the ways of the axes.
2: Now, do you know with the, the cryptocurrency that you're invested in, is it proof of work or proof of stake? Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Um, we have some, do you have anything else to add?
2: <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm I can't a, answer that. A, I'm just limping to the end of the year like we all are.
1: We all are, but we've, we've got something very special has happened. Oh, yeah? Cue the Max Key Corner music.
3: Like and I I I I I I I subscribe.
1: I haven't heard that for a long time.
3: God, I it's good. Love it so up. much.
1: We still really need to get that on the internet so we can make our millions. Yeah, we need to get on Spotify.
2: I've got to talk to P. Willie.
1: Do we own the. Do we ever figure no, that out? Well,
2: I mean, we did pay for it, but I, I'm sure that there would be mechanical royalties and performance mm. royalties and so on due. I'd, I'd really like for it all to go to Paul Williams because I don't think we ever paid him adequately for it.
1: Well, I'd like for us to get some, yeah, please.
2: We'd all like to get some.
1: Christmas is an expensive time of year. Anyway, uh, Max is back on the gram. Oh, is he back
3: on the gram? Well, cool.
1: he, like, he's a developer. Right, he's turned into a developer. He has got his own like business page, and he's posted on his personal page about his business page. But he's uh, done up a, done a, done a flip job, done up a house, and sold it. Now, well, you were saying something about three properties, or well, three.
2: So, so I like. I think I mean I haven't checked because I don't like to check. But my guess would be that there would be a revulsion at the idea of Max Key, comma property developer. But what what he did was take a house, a big section with a single house on it, and he's turned it into three smaller dwellings on the same section. And I'm like, "Good on you, Max! Like, that's densifying the city. You know, if you take you take a take a single you take a piece of land that previously supported a single family and make it um, make it able to support three. That's what the city needs, and." You know, obviously the, the idea of, you know, the, the son of the prime minister being a property developer will be easy meat for, um, for certain social media accounts. I'm just like, God, of all the things that he could have done with his life, you know, with his sort of influencing, and I think he went, maybe went to like Forsyth Bar or something, I'm like, this is actually kind of what the country needs right now. So shot Matt.
1: Except for you, do you know where it is?
2: It's in Glen Innes.
1: Yeah, but I feel like it's just have you seen the house? It's very fancy. It's not very nice. I feel like it's just part of the gentrification well, of Glen Innes. Th- That's the only problem I have with it.
2: Well, yeah, sure. But they're actually, it's just a modern house. Like it's basically like a G.J. Gardner home. And three, the three houses on one section will invariably be considerably cheaper than the previous one on the one section. Sure. So, yeah, you can make the gentrification argument, but that's.
1: I'm making it Duncan. Okay. I'm making it only because right. I only understand
2: cause... that intelligent people can disagree over this one, <laughs> but I'm choosing to believe the Max Key is walking into the light.
1: I hope so. But I feel like he could have he could have done some uh something probably slightly more affordable. I mean he's not I mean that's not the point, is it? When you're flipping houses, it's not to make affordable well, things for people, is it? Yeah,
2: but if as a byproduct you turn one house I into know. three houses, almost anywhere in the city that is a good thing. And
1: the upshot is He gets three lots of lots of money, so that's nice for him because I'm sure he needs it. Um, MK Capital, by the way, MTK Capital. What do you think the T is? Do you know what his middle name is? Trevor. Trevor.
2: Probably not Trevor.
1: (laughs) Um. Anyway, but that's exciting. I feel like it's a it's a new it's a new era. Max Keys going to be as a byproduct of him starting this uh, property development career, he's going to be back on on the internet.
2: Yeah. It's it's, a, it, and I also like that there was this long dark period where you were like, What's he up to? And it turns out he was trying to build a business quietly and waiting for the results before he came out until again. Good on you, Max. Like that's that's maturing. He's growing.
1: I gotta say, weird choice of fencing for that front house though, around the deck. That's it is weird. It is bizarre. It doesn't it's sold already? It's not gonna affect the sale. I'm not doing I'm not gonna fuck up his sale by saying that. Um, but it is weird. Anyway, best part of it all is we got to hear the song again.
2: We did. That is the best we, part. That, that's what we did <laughs> just now. Listen to the song.
1: <laughs> we definitely, we definitely take a break when we take a break, and we definitely listen to the Stings live in the studio. Just yeah. Hey, actually, that's the end of our podcast. Uh, we've got one more to go. It's going to be our end of year wrap up. We're going to be talking about. So I am talking faster, aren't I? Yeah. It's the, yeah. It's the coffee. But I don't
2: think it's the nootropics because they're supposed to be chilling you out. I'm feeling great. No,
1: I thought that was a balanced thing. So it's like the nootropics, like they give you the good part of the caffeine without the bad part. So you get the buzz, but without the jitters.
2: It slows down the absorption of caffeine. Yeah, so
1: you get the good, you get the focus without the jitters. Yeah. I'm not jittery. I'm just, not jittery. I'm just thinking on my feet. I'm, go- I'm ready Fair to trade, go. coffee. I'm ready to go.
2: Oh, Can you- love it. Um, I'm going to buy it.
1: Okay, thank you very much, by the way, to Nando's. Thank you very much to the spin members. Thank you to the Cornies. Thank you to Ti here. I mean, do we have to, to, to... Ara? do we sort of... Is this... Do we do a, a big end-of-year thanks on the next one? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's all the same people, really, isn't it? Yeah. Sure is. Um, but also, uh, yeah, join us for that. That's what I was going to say. It's going to be dropping the we same We don't time. know how
2: to do this.
1: <laughs> we really... Six years on, still don't know how to end a podcast. Why if
2: you know sound off in the corner
1: yeah sound off in the comments and tag your flatties and dad still going I'm still going stop the podcast stop.
0: <laughs> kia ora kia e butler here podcast manager at the spin-off